arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. Hello again, WKZO News Time is 8.06, and it's time for Creative Cafe, right? At least I, I checked. I think. I think it's it is. Good morning. I think it is. Good morning, Kristen. Good How morning. are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's I see cold. You, I see you have your, your I do. the brew. I have the brew. I have the cup of coffee yes. this morning. I don't actually have enough of it in me yet this morning. So we're going to work on that over the next half hour. I've been working on since about 7.15. Okay. And I don't think right. I have enough either. But oh, that's well, okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's not a bad thing. So good morning. Welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And we're glad that you are with us this morning. The Arts Council um, was founded in 1966 through a grant through the NEA, I don't think a lot of people know that we've been around for a little while helping artists and arts organizations in um, our community. But uh, something that you may not know, a great deal of the arts councils, because there were a whole bunch of them formed in 1966, uh, are actually affiliated with their own local government. So they are local government. Um, but we are not. We are nonprofit. Which is cool. It's very cool. Yes, it is. It also means we need to make our own money. Uh, which is sometimes not so cool, but so, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, it is okay. So um, so we have a lot more freedom to help artists and arts organizations. And, in fact, we have given out over $750,000 in grants in the last seven years. Wow. So That's quite so an achievement. So that's one interesting fact you may not know about the Arts Council. On top of that, we do have a deadline approaching. We have the Arts Fund grant of Kalamazoo County coming up. That's February 17th is that deadline. If you have a project or a professional development opportunity that um, supports artists and arts organizations who are working to provide access, remove barriers for um, uh, historically excluded communities, then this is the grant for you. You want to take a look at that at our website at www.kalamazooarts.org. A little bit about this day in history. Today is uh, February 4th. Yes, and this in 1938. Our Town by Thornton Wilder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, opened on Broadway. Wow. So, yeah, 1938. It was one of the most popular of the Wilder's plays and novels. The fictional town is actually based on a real town, Peterborough, New Hampshire. At the time of its debut, it boasted groundbreaking staging, and it called for an unadorned stage with no scenery, no curtain, and the stage manager talked directly to the audience. So there's a whole bunch of scenic artists out there groaning. Because, yeah. yeah it, I don't it, think there's a high school in America that hasn't, well, that hasn't done, done it. our town. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So there was a post-war production of Our Town in Germany that was actually shut down by the Soviet Union on the grounds that it was too depressing and could ex inspire a German suicide wave. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, if anybody knows depression, it would be the Soviets. Well, it would be. Or would have, yeah. Yes, exactly. There was a very successful play radio adaptation in 1939 and a screen adaptation in 1940. And like you just said... Uh, this play is still performed hundreds of times a year. Still has relevance to the modern day um, because I, I think sometimes we forget that it actually explores the depths of our familial relationships and how we grapple individually and collectively with our own mortality. 
So if you haven't seen it in a long time, check it out. I'm sure there is a production of Our Town somewhere near you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's happening around a Kalamazoo? Uh, you can see Claiborne Park. This is the uh, this weekend and next weekend. It opened yesterday. There's an ASL interpretation and audio description of the performance tonight at 7.30. You go on down to the Kalamazoo Civic Theater at the auditorium there. And for those of you who don't know anything about Claiborne Park, Act 1 takes place in 1959 at the end of Lorraine Hansberry's A Raisin in the Sun. As a nervous community, leaders anxiously try to stop the sale of a home to a black family. So this picks up right where uh, Raisin in the Sun ends. Uh, it's a wonderful play. I've seen it. I've done it. You need to not miss this one. Don Trell, Who Kissed the Sea, is happening at WMU University Theater there in the Gilmore Theater Complex. This is a collaboration with Face Off Theater Group. This is um, a present-day hero's quest exploring the lengths and depths that we must go to redeem history's wrongs. And then also in theater, The Great Leap is still playing. This, the year is 1989, and an American college basketball team travels from San Francisco to Beijing for a friendship game against a Chinese squad. Far from friendly, the matchup quickly becomes a high-stakes battle as the American coach fights for his reputation and his Chinese counterpart fights for his life. Wow. So, and that's, yeah, um, sounds a little deep. It yeah. is billed as a comedy, so I'm sure there are some <laughs> funny points in that. Okay. Uh, and, you know, China's been in the news with us most recently, so sounds like it just became very relevant. Mm-hmm. If you want to celebrate the uh, 2023 Lantern Festival, there is a gala tonight at 4 o'clock. Yeah, that's going to be at Chenery Auditorium that's being put on by the Chinese uh, Academy here in Kalamazoo. And this is aiming to promote reconciliation, peace, and forgiveness. And uh, for those of you who don't know what the Lantern Festival is, it marks the first full moon of the lunar year and the end of the Lunar New Year celebration. There are a couple of art exhibits that you're not going to want to miss up there at Western Michigan University. All Together Now is um, a collection of 100 prints from approximately 800 works wow. um, that they have collected over the years. It was That collection was initiated in 1969, and you can see that through the end of February. And then Ginger Owen Mira Kami's Girl's Own Guide uh, is happening. This is a brand new body of work for her, and it features wet plate collodion images. And it's inspired by a book called The Girl's Own Book that was published back in 1834 by Lydia Marie Child. Uh, Lydia was an American abolitionist, a women's rights activist, and an, an opponent of American expansionism and an activist for the rights of indigenous people. So I'm sure that's going to be a very interesting exhibition to look at. Sunday, tomorrow, you can see Rising Stars. Clayton Stevenson will be happening at the Wellspring Theater. This is the Gilmore's series where they bring up and coming, but uh, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, it is pianist. pretty cool. Yeah, these keyboard players are um, phenomenal. So you're not going to want to miss that at 4 o'clock. And then if you want to listen to some music and drink some beer. You can do that on Wednesday next week at 7 o'clock. Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra has their craft music. So that's back, and it's on tap for you 7 o'clock at Bell's. And the Arts Council has a new exhibition up in our gallery, the James Weston Gallery. It's called Dare to Be Aware, Our World Needs You. And that's going to be in our gallery from now until the end of February. You can see that Tuesday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. 
So you're not going to want to miss that. Cool. As well. Yeah, we've got a lot going on yeah. in town. It's really nice that uh, you can get back out there, see some theater, listen to some music. Yeah. Drink some beer. Drink some beer. There you go. Yeah. Do you know what yesterday was? No. The 64th anniversary of the day the music died. Oh, was really? the anniversary of the plane crash in '59 that yeah. uh, killed Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper and uh, Richie? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the behind the music yes. for that? Yeah, there that it's it'll give you goosebumps, yeah. especially when Waylon Jennings is talking about that and uh, exchange between him and Buddy Holly before he got on the yep. airplane. Yep. Oh, I hope your bus freezes up. Well, I hope your old plane crashes. Yeah, and Waylon said horrible. it took him a long time, all because of a coin flip. That's yeah. how Waylon Jennings wasn't on that plane. Wild. Crazy. It, it is, is wild. Speaking of music. Yes. I have a guest with me in the studio today. Yeah, John. I can't wait. Yes, John Hayes. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Appreciate good it. morning. Yeah. We're going to be talking to John right after our commercial break. Yeah, so we'll be right back. WKZO News Time, 815. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. Listening to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And we're back with Creative Cafe with Kristen and our, our guest, guest John. John Hayes. Yes. Yeah, Thanks good so morning. Much, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, so this is Creative Cafe. So our question to you is what is your favorite morning beverage? Ooh, okay, so I don't have as much of a ritual. Um, my my wife and I got married. She was more the coffee drinker than I was. Okay. So I ended up drinking coffee only when she was making it oftentimes. Uh-huh. But I would say if I can have anything and have it prepared for me instead of having to make it myself, whether that's <laughs> going somewhere or my very kind wife, who is a wonderful barista, has uh, a cafe miel, which is like uh-huh. honey cinnamon latte. It's oh, very, very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. Yes, and that very, sounds very like that would be great to have somebody else yes. make that for yeah. you. Yes. All right. So Cafe Miel. Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome. Uh, you're getting ready to release a brand new album. This is your first album. Yes. And it's called Between You and Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you get here? How, how did we get to an oh, album? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll try to give the abridged version. I mean, I've been, <laughs> I've been doing uh, music now as far as this solo project, uh, as far as like John Hayes stuff. Uh, for five years now, so my mm-hmm. first single I released back in 2018, uh, right at the end of the year that my wife and I first got married. And so, um, you know, the music thing is really difficult to figure out, as I'm sure any artists and even arts councils know. It's like it's mm-hmm. it's hard. You're trying to figure out uh, getting money together for doing this stuff, and then you're trying to figure out how to do stuff DIY and all these different things, trying to find 
your like voice as an artist, your voice as a singer, all these different things. And so there's there's so many different things going on at the same time. And so, you know, I, I really was was fleshing all that stuff out, uh, and I still am, and fleshing out the music business part of it too, as far as getting plugged in with local community and shows and all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of released some different songs over the past couple of years, and uh, finally back in 2021, the first single from from this album called Nursery Lie, um, that was more of like an indie folk uh, influence kind of thing, um, talking about pretty much just that kind of progression throughout my life and how I was always looking forward to the next chapter all the time. And so it kind of took on this very uh, intimate feel. Mm -hmm. And so within writing that song, very soon after, I was writing more and more of of these kind of tender singer-songwriter, almost confessional or, Mm -hmm. or, um, yeah, just kind of looking back songs. And, um, And I ended up writing the title track, Between You and Me. And as soon as I wrote that song, I was like, this is like, this is the like the thesis statement this is like the thing that everything else is kind of centering around okay. so yeah okay and have you have you always known that you wanted to go into the music business has this music been part of your life yeah oh my word yeah i think uh oh man i feel like so i actually took guitar lessons that was kind of the first major musical thing i did when mm-hmm. i was 11 years old uh, actually 10 years old it was the fall of my uh my fifth grade year and I stayed after school for an after-school guitar program with my guitar teacher, music teacher named Miss Medley, which was like the perfect, I mean, perfect, you couldn't do the branding better than that uh, for a music <laughs> elementary yeah. school. <laughs> so, Mrs. Medley. Mrs. Medley, That's yeah. Great. So, uh, so yeah, so that was back in Massachusetts. I went to uh, Bagnall Elementary School. And, uh, yeah, I was learning guitar after school. And it was like this almost intuitive thing where it wasn't like, oh, I want to I try to write songs or I should write songs. Mm-hmm. It's like as soon as I learned the guitar, it's like I just started writing songs, songs. right away. And I started dreaming about, um, yeah, like playing, recording, performing, all that kind of stuff. So, okay. yeah. You're Kalamazoo native? I'm not. No, I was actually, I was yeah. born and raised in, um, born and raised in Massachusetts. So I was born okay. in Newton, Mass. It's taken mm-hmm. me years to mm-hmm. finally have mm-hmm. that name tucked away in my head because obviously when you're a baby, you don't like remember right. anything. So right. Right. I was born in Newton, Mass. And then I grew up kind of uh, all around the northeastern part of uh, Massachusetts. So, is that uh, where they named the cookie? Newton, I think Thick Newton? Newtons were named after Newton, Newton Massachusetts. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. You know See, more about my go. state than I do. So. No, no, no. Just that. That's it. That's it. That's yeah, all. You know. Yeah. So yeah. So I call I call Haverhill, Massachusetts, like probably home for me, like as uh-huh. far as where I'm from. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I grew up kind of all around there. So Haverhill, okay. Methuen, uh, Lawrence, Groveland, all those kind of different places, just south of New Hampshire border. So okay. And yeah. then your car broke down here. No. Okay. <laughs> no. So my wife and I, we actually went to a Bible college in upstate New York called uh-huh. Word of Life Bible. Institute. I think uh, a lot of people who are part of like, uh, who are Christians here in Kalamazoo pro- probably know Word of Life Bible Institute because they have some pretty heavy ties in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so we went there for college. It's actually kind of funny. She and I graduated from high school the same year. Mm-hmm. I, you know, kind of did my own. Th- I went to college for community college for a semester, then dropped out and just did nothing and worked and got fat for a semester. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Then I started working out a little bit, and I ended up going to Word of Life, and and that was actually the the time where she had just finished up her first year. Okay. So we missed each other by like three weeks, and we didn't even know each other. Uh, Lord ended up doing some stuff and kind of brought her back for second year at the time that I was doing my second year. Okay. And uh, so then we met, and, uh, you know, it wasn't like love at first sight, but within the first couple weeks, I was like, I think 
going to marry this girl. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So then she, she's from Kalamazoo. Uh, she wasn't born here, but like practically born and raised here. Sure. I mean, all of her, fa- her, her mom's family yeah. is here. Uh, she's grown up here almost her entire life. And so she really loves, loves being here. And I've, I've grown to love being here as well. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So your new album drops. Uh, what is that? February. February seventeenth is kind of the official, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird because I'm actually doing a physical release first. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, I've released the, the first three singles from this digitally, and then um, there was kind of this big push where I, you know I've I've gotten into different um, listening room networks mm-hmm. and like house show concert networks and all kind of stuff, and and so big thing for them is is like having a piece of of work. You yeah. know, um, it's it's oftentimes. Um, I'd say middle-aged or older people who are who are hosting these things, and so having something physical is a really big thing. So uh, I knew I was wanting to go on tour with all those different opportunities soon, and so I wanted to kind of finish up a record up. So uh, you know, uh, like three years in the working, and then yeah. it's like, all right, I'm gonna get this done in like six weeks. So we did, you know, <laughs> oh, and it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. So okay. yeah. Well, let's um, want to hear a little bit. From, yeah, absolutely. From the what are we gonna hear? Uh, as the title track is "Between You and Me," it's the first track on the record. Okay. Between you and me I'm getting older I'm still so young But there's a weight on my shoulders That I have carried Since I was eight years old I really dislike the 24-second rule. But not a lot I can do about it, but... That yeah. 24 seconds yeah. is amazing. Good, Thank you so much. It really guys. was. I appreciate, that. Yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Thank you. So you said you're going to drop a physically, so that means vinyl. We're going to be able to buy no, it or CD I'm not, or I'm not doing vinyl this time. Yeah, okay. I'm doing doing CDs. CD? Uh, okay. For anybody who wants vinyl, I would say come out to the album release show and make me a bunch of money. That way, oh, there <laughs> that you way, go. That way we can do some more vinyl sure. in the future. Uh, no, we just decided to do it CD, and uh, you know, I was, I was really happy to do that. Um, you know, the way we did the CD, uh, my friend Jacob Betts helped me with a lot of the design. He's, he's a, from a band in Grand Rapids called the American Hotel System, yeah. and um, really kind of helped me you know, finish my vision for the layout mm-hmm. but really wanted it to feel like that vinyl thing you know where it's like the vinyl it's like oh this is cool collector's yeah, thing yeah. and you know you don't even have to ha- it's literally just a sleeve there's no there's no inserts it's just a sleeve and the vinyl I love it I love it yeah. but like we really wanted to make this feel like something that was like a memorabilia you know so we you know I put time into the, the CD booklets in there mm-hmm. it's got all the lyrics and behind the scene notes that are all handwritten for me yeah. and everything oh. so uh, really this kind of like backstage pass kind of feel for okay. it so it's cool so solo album you have other people on the album yeah yeah so um, yeah, it was actually really cool. This was uh, this really became a, a collaborative effort mm-hmm. uh, really quickly, which is awesome. Um, you know, I'd been working on a lot of this stuff behind the scenes and releasing a couple songs over the past couple of years, uh, but once I knew I wanted to have this thing done and like out the yeah. door, I was like, okay, I have to, I have to ask for help. You know, okay. Um, so yeah, so. Uh, on piano for Between You and Me, as well as on Only You, yeah. my friend Joseph Stillwell down from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a solo artist that goes by his name, as well as in the band Calder. And uh, so he played some amazing piano on this. Cool. Uh, my friend Luke Matulis was also uh, in that band with with Joe. Uh, he played slide guitar in Austin, Texas. He's got this really cool swampy, like, southern feel. Yeah. And then um, besides that, yeah, my friend Zachary Rumley up from Grand Rapids. Um, he was the one who... Uh, He's the one who mixed everything. Jacob Betts on the on the layout and design, and then my mm-hmm. friend uh, Nathan Delion on on the actual album cover art, and then David Schrock as well over here, Kalamazoo native, uh, did all the uh, the composition for the lead melody on the uh, the lead guitar melody on Between You and Me, and also right. took the photo for the uh, cover. 
Okay. So, and you, yeah, it sounds like uh, so a couple of folks from out of town, but you're using you use the local studio, mm-hmm. local promoter. Oh no, actually, so th- oh, yeah. this 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 actually wasn't recorded in a studio at all. This was literally all like basements and offices and like all this different stuff really? yeah yeah so I, I learned how to you know do some basic recording okay. and mixing a couple years ago and uh so just to save money and get this thing out the door it's like literally my bedroom my friend's basements offices okay. everything i could find so, so. A true indie yes uh, <laughs> label here yeah okay. absolutely that's cool yeah and you're gonna be um playing a release album uh, party, and I'm sure you're going to be performing February 17th. Where? Yeah, it's actually at the Clover Room. I'm not sure if you guys have heard about it. It's a, it's a new new venue that popped up, I think, in the past couple of years, maybe in the past year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Sounds of the Kalamazoo, which is an awesome like local arts promotion and curation company that's that's kind of came about in the past couple of years uh, with their festival they do here every year on, in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're promoting it, and then yeah, the Clover Room is hosting it. So. Yeah, so I think, what is it? Sounds of the Zoo? Sounds of the Zoo, zoo yeah. is helping to promote it, and then <laughs> yeah. the Clover Room. Which is over there, uh, Jericho, um, Crystal Gast, and Crystal and Jeb. Yep, we love them. Yeah. Um, so the Clover Room's over there right now. Yeah. So that, yeah. So what time? Yeah, it's going to be uh, doors open at six thirty. Okay. Music starts at seven, and mm-hmm. uh, my friend Taylor Hottenstein from the Project Daisy Box. He opened up for uh, Grace Tyson uh, and some different stuff oh, yeah. Sounds of Zoo. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be opening up the show, and then uh, then shortly after I'll be going up. So. Uh, you can buy tickets. Uh, go to my website www.johnhayesofficial.com. Mm-hmm. Just click on tour, and you'll see the album release show right there. There's no H in John. Everybody gets this wrong. It's just J O N H A Y E S. There's no H in my name. If you put yeah. an H in my name, you're gonna be confused. So. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, because yeah. there is another John Hayes out there. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then you're talking about a tour. Yeah, yeah. So um, the album release show is kind of the kickoff, um, and it's actually cool. Like my my wife and my kids. Uh, so my th- we get we got three kids, all under uh, forty years and younger. So okay. uh, we did it this past summer for a run of shows out the Northeast and back. We're doing it again uh-huh. this upcoming month. So uh, February seventeenth is release, and then we have a week off, and then we're doing four shows across the Midwest, and then even down to Georgia uh, over the course of the week following that. So that'll kick off February twenty fourth. We'll have twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, taken from South Bend, Chicago, Cambridge, Illinois, and then all the way down to Sugar Hill. So. That's great. Yeah, That's absolutely. great. Well, my uh, guest this morning has been John Hayes. He's about to release his first album. Uh, you can you can see him perform songs off his first album on February 17th. So if you're looking for something to do for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. yeah, you need to grab, uh, grab whoever you're celebrating with and uh, take him on down 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, yeah, 6.30 for doors. Yep, yep. yep. That's February 17th to the Clover Room, and you can listen to John. Thank you very much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. February is Black History Month. African Americans have been an integral part of shaping the arts in America for centuries. From Augusta Savage to Kehinde Wiley, Louis Armstrong to Lizzo, and Langston Hughes to Susan Laurie Parks, the African American arts landscape is vast and diverse, poignant and beautiful. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages everyone to celebrate the accomplishments of African American artists who have influenced and inspired so much of America's art evolution. Now you know. Please join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that creative expression has to offer. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Find out all that's happening in the local arts community at kalamazooarts.org or on any of our social media platforms.